love sending Kim pics because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like so to do. funny, mama. <laughs> so that happens in the Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome, Sherry's tired, Kim's filming, I'm here, I'm going to say goodnight to Sherry, we're going to sit down one-on-one -on -one with Chris Denman of the Two Funny Mamas fans tonight, goodnight <laughs> Sherry. Oh my gosh, hey Chris, Half How the people just you? logged off. I'm good, I'm in St. Louis, it snowed yesterday, um, we're both... Uh, working a lot but you've had a really long day today i'm really happy you could jump on oh my gosh uh, i'm sorry that it's snowing i guess it's the, that's what's supposed i don't know why i'm saying i'm sorry that is what is supposed to be happening it should be snowing it is in the middle of january so i right. should probably say it's about time uh but you guys have been going through so much weather wise so yes and so now if, uh, if we could get it straightened out sherry you said you've been up since like 4 a.m. You look wonderful. You're already getting comments in the live chat. Uh, what did what did your day consist of today? Let's let's give everybody a quick breakdown. So if you're just tuning in, Kim may pop on. She's filming right now. Sherry, your girl, insisted on coming out to remind everybody to vote for Two Funny Mamas for Outstanding Arts Entertainment Podcast for the NAACP Image Awards. She wants to hang out, check out some listener questions. Talk it up a little bit with you all. So you're going to have to put up with me hanging out, asking some questions too. But Sherry, can you tell everybody what your day was like today? I want to hear it myself. Um, it, it was, it's so funny. It wasn't a rough day. It just is a busy day. Uh, I, you know, getting up at, because I got to get up at 445 in the morning mm -hmm. because I, ha I have to work out. And I say I have to, because I have to go to the gym. Because uh, to operate here, like my mind's got to be together. So we get up at 4.45, get ready, hop in my Uber at hopefully 5.30 because it takes about 30 minutes to get to the gym. Then I work out from, I get to leave at 5.30, I work out from 6 to 7, then um, pop in the car, get to the studio, got to go to wardrobe straight at 7 o'clock because half the time the clothes that they fit me in last week I've eaten because I gotta I gotta really work on my eating now um will not fit me anymore so um gotta I gotta change and you know get the wardrobe checked out and I'm so sorry I'm not I'm a little discombobulated because I'm a little exhausted but then I gotta go to hair and makeup then they come and brief me I got a big binder I wish I had it it's downstairs they come and brief me on all of the segments we have to do for so, the day for the day. So like like yesterday was Joseph Sakura, Tommy from Power Book Four, and Tip when he's acting, he goes by Tip. T. I. Harris. So there's a whole like all the questions that I'm because I don't use cards. So I kind of just memorize my questions and they go over the questions with me. They tell me what what their answers are gonna be. Then I kind of know where to where I can meander. And then they give me the other segments. These are the games we're going to play. These are the giveaways you're going to do. Oh, you're going to talk to these doctors who are representing multiple sclerosis. And then my hot topics team comes in my dressing room. Um, and we go over stuff. And like, I was just like, uh, what did I talk about today? I talked about, go. I actually went to see Joseph Sikor and Tip's movie Fear. And there was a girl at, during the theater, like talking. When I tell you, this happens at I, the highest levels. 
And like we were all in the, and what I didn't say on the air was we was all in the VIP section. That's what I'm saying. So you know when you're in the VIP section, come on, we got to watch the movie. But this couple was talking, Chris, during the whole movie. So when we have hot topics, they have things picked out. But if I come in with a story and I know that once I tell the story, it's going to be funny because I literally have 16 minutes for my hot topics then half those stories are going to go out the window because I know we're never going to get to them. So we go through all of the stories. There was a Madonna story. There was a this story, you know, and I go, well, my story is going to take up six, seven minutes. So I tell them and Norman, who's in charge of Hot Topics, he will type a lot of stuff into his computer because they put it on the prompter for me. So I don't, so it keeps me on track or what, what, what I want to say. Kind of like and how then, I'll text. Anytime Kim's funny on this podcast, it's a text from me. That's a little peek behind the scenes. <laughs> My friend Kim, who, if you're joining us, Kim is filming, which is a good thing. We hate, and and, and I think last week I couldn't make it. So Finesse, um, our friend Finesse Mitchell, Love Finesse. chimed in and they were amazing. And uh, except I, I was, you know, my head was exploding because Kim was eating the whole time. You tuned in on the live chat, if I'm not mistaken. I wasn't on the live because people okay. were saying, can you get on the live? And I'm like, no, not in this mood. I'm in watching Kim Whitley. Y'all going to be like, why are you so mean to Kim? I was Finesse like, matched I, I, her. Said, I texted her. I was like, bitch, if you don't stop eating all that daggone food on the podcast. <laughs> And I was watching, and I was like, I can't even take it no more. I can't take it. Plus, I was sleepy. But Finesse filled in for me, and today Kim is filming. Plus, she had a long day today. Um, so it's you and I. Thank you, Chris, our producer extraordinaire. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Midcoast Media, but I think I 
yeah, so we go over all the hot topics. Then that go back to hair and makeup. They're doing me. And then John Murray, my best friend and executive producer, he will go out and say hi to the audience. And I think it's really important. And then he introduces me and I go out and I say hi to the audience, which I think is really important to do because then you get a lay of the land. If you can kind of see what the audience looks like, what they're doing, maybe you'll have some funny stories uh, to, I, you know, that I can talk about. Then I run up the stairs. There's probably, it's 30 stairs. I run up the stairs really quickly and then I run and say hi to everybody. So when Joseph Secor, and I'm gonna just call him Tommy, cause that's how I know him on power. So I run upstairs, say hi to Tommy. Then I go say hi to T.I., thank them for being there. Then I say hi to whoever else is there. Then I run back down. I got to change my clothes. First, I got to go to the bathroom because I let running. I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. Then they God mic me. God forbid you laugh during any of this. Yeah, because I can't, you know me when I laugh. So I got to go to the bathroom. And then I come in and they got to put these mic packs in my dag on Spanx. And, they're, and, they're, and then you got a guy going, eight minutes seven minutes and i'm like oh my gosh i can't pee any faster yeah Uh, i can't pee any faster right oh my gosh it's so much pressure on my poor uterus Uh, is it my uterus my bladder no no it's so much pressure on my poor whatever you want it to be really you're the star (laughs) i have a question since you brought it up and i want you to get back to your routine I i i'm a huge fan of mark curry and i'm the perfect age for hanging with mr cooper you had him on recently and i know you pretty well at this point when he was sitting down at the beginning, were you a little nervous because he was making you laugh so hard? Oh, yeah. But you know what? It's so funny. A lot of the comics who come to my laugh lounge, I know them and I know how funny they are. And I'm already coming with the attitude of I'm going to laugh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I make sure I once I go to the bathroom once before <laughs> okay. I go, I'm actually OK. The only time it, it, it nervous hit me back. pal. Yeah. Janet Jackson. Oh, that one i jumped up i came uh, down and i was like yeah this is bad this is bad right here yeah. <laughs> this, this this didn't end well because <laughs> i didn't what do you remember her. most about about meeting one of your favorite stars about well i pissed myself <laughs> well i actually didn't say it like that oh sorry. i just said this is bad this is really bad <laughs> oh. um, Got it, was, it, got it, got it. It was very cool because I remember to the day when I was with David Arnold and we saw Janet Jackson on the plane with her baby and the interaction we had. And I remember David Arnold, he, David A. Arnold, he was so mad because he was like, why didn't you introduce me to Janet? I'm important too. I was like, she don't know you and she don't need to know you, David. We were, <laughs> I'd never let him live that down. But um, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so we we do all of that and and then it's like then you know once they say i'm pr- you know i run they, they go three minutes and then i i go and i stand to the side of the door the audience like if you come to my show we have a dj and we have our warm-up marco it's like a party people are dancing you know they're playing like amazing music it's like a nightclub and um so we're standing there and then they go one minute and I got to get into place. And that's when I start praying and I pray for the audience um, that they'll feel better than when they came. And I'm praying for me that I'll remember my jokes, uh, praying that I'll, you know, have energy 
and that people will like me. <laughs> Dear Lord, so, please, please let Susie in Iowa, just outside of Des Moines, please like let me. her accept me. <laughs> because if Susie outside of Des Moines, Iowa does not accept me, that Go means over. I don't get those ratings. That's and that right. means I'm in, I'm in jeopardy of not coming back on your favorite station tomorrow. So yeah, it's about people liking you. But once the door is open, I'm in a whole nother zone. I'm, I'm walking. I'm trying not to, you know, I'm knock kneed. People always go, why you keep running at the end? Because I'm knock kneed. I'm just trying to get to my chair. My knees are knocking. These heels are high. I, I like to connect with people, so I grab their hands. But people, <laughs> some people don't realize there's a certain amount of time that that song is it goes and then i gotta be in my chair at the end of the song some people like will grab my hand and then i grab the next and one lady grabbed me and she was like girl i love you so much and you just the answer to my dreams and i'm coming back and i'd have been here and i was like ma'am i got to get back i gotta get get to my chair i can't talk (laughs) and then i'm trying to run to my chair then i'm out of breath let me tell you something being this age chris and working out it, it just it rings different from when you're in your 20s and 30s. I'm gonna have to talk about that. I'm still out of breath from working out this morning. I'm proud of you. You're here. You're here. Huh? You're. I'm. Hey, I hear you loud and clear. Anyone who doesn't believe it, go do it. Go do it and and say it. You like, know, do it. anything you're judging somebody for, go do it and then report back. People don't. I didn't realize this. In, uh, you know, at this age, and I talked to Kim about it because she's about to start working out again. Andre's blood pressure is going to go up. <laughs> Poor Andre. Poor Andre. Because, you know, Andre, he wants, he trains Kim. But then Kim gives, Kim does so much talking. That's your hour. Like, you literally got to be firm with Kim. You got to be, you got to be a little hard on Kim. Because we all used to work out together. They would come to my house and we worked out in my garage. And I told Andre, I can't work out with Kim. Because Kim, you know, because when Kim don't want to do nothing, she started joking. And she's so funny. You re- you she look is. up and you're like, that's all my time. Right. And I was and I was like, Kim, we gotta we gotta do this workout. And Kim will be, I can't do it. I can't. And so I said, I'm I'm breaking this up. We can't do this anymore. And when I tell you, she gave Andre the the druthers. So I got another trainer, Kim. And the trainer called me and she's like, uh, can you tell me about your friend Kim? And I knew right then and there, I was like, yeah, this bad. It's going to go the wrong way. She's like, I've been waiting for, uh, for like an hour. She said she's on her way. And I was like, yeah, she ain't coming. She ain't coming. (laughs) You really have to, in those situations, you have to either choose, are you going to, are you going to get yelled at by Kim for you making her do the thing? are yelled at afterwards for her then blaming you for the thing not getting done. You have to make okay. a choice. Am I right? Yeah, make a choice. Yes. Um, but she will do it. She's been, she's been, she's looking great. And I told Kim, I said, you just have to like now do the tone up of your body. It's going to be amazing because she's just now, amazing like that. But for you, me, I just, hmm. Are you working out with the trainer that Yamanika introduced you to? I'm working out with the trainer that Yamanika introduced me to, and we introduced this trainer to Michelle Boutte, Michelle oh, Boutte, um, who's she's got a show on a, on a Netflix. So the woman is Moroccan, and she's a retired MMA girl. Oh, she was a fighter. She was a fighter, and she's and she's she's good. And I know people say, "Oh, well, you got it easier because you have a trainer," but it's not easy getting up at four forty-five in the morning. 
like when it's in the middle of it's like darkness and you want to hit the snooze button. And now as soon as the alarm goes off, I pop up. I just get up because it ain't no use laying in bed. You just got to do it. And it's got, I'm trying to get it like, because it's harder as you get older. It really, really is. It's harder to work out as you get older. But I know I don't want to be one of them shrunken up ladies because everything is tighter. And um, you're trying to be free to pain, not feel the pain. I'm trying to be free to pain. Not feel the pain. I like that analogy. Hey, um, do you remember how yeah, she so was on it? Yeah, free to pain is on it. Was trying to trying to, trying to book her for for my show in our like best for the Sherry show series. in the Sherry show. Yeah, I, I we would love to have Frida on. Working out is is um, you know you you make yourself do it, but the the what do you call it? The recovery is harder. Like harder and more mentally taxing and and you've experienced you've experienced some of the good life sherry tell me this doesn't make it different when you know you have other options it happens to fighters all the time when they're sleeping on uh on straw and waking up and getting hit in the face and and drinking water and just barely eating right you know doing the rocky workout to when they're sleeping in satin sheets because they want a couple prize fights it's hard to get out there and run at 4 a.m so it, but you, this is part of your dream. This is this is what's required to prolong your lifelong dream. Yeah, it is. It's like it is what is required to prolong. That's exactly the phrase. Because um, when I started the Sherry show, I was trying to hit the nightclubs and go do comedy. And I was doing the comedy clubs, but I was coming into work exhausted. And it's just to sit in that chair and be funny and come up with stuff and then the interview it take it's a lot of mental stuff it's draining and i wasn't able to do it i it literally was affecting my performance and i had to make the choice to stop doing stand up period and also this is the only time that i could work out is at six in the morning because if i do it at three o'clock then i got all this wig i got the makeup on i'll be more prone to to cancel my workout so i make myself go at 5.30, I lay out all my clothes for the workout week. I got them all lined up so I can just put them on. I get myself, my stuff ready. And then I'm still late half the time. But um, I haven't missed a session. I haven't, it's been 27 sessions. I have not missed one. I'm going, I want, I'm trying to make it so like, you know, people who work out all the time, they say it's gotta become like breathing. What is it? 21. Everyone's heard this before, but 21. Oh, to create a habit. habit. Mm-hmm. And you're no, over that. It, it, no, I'm not over that. It says it takes 30 days to create a habit. Working out, I think it's going to be like 90 for me. This, but this, you'll get okay. to that. But you know, though, when you get to that point, especially with, I'll just go ahead and say it, millions of dollars on the line is how you could look at it. Um, when you get to that 90 days, 120 days, noticeable, strong, you're like, oh, I just cleared those two flights of stairs with no extra breathing. You will get to that point, I hope, where you're like, how could I ever not have done this, right? Yeah, I'm working towards that point, but I think I read somewhere and I put it, I posted it, and somebody said motivation is not enough because there will be days when you're not motivated to go to the gym. There'll be days when you're not motivated to eat right. Self-discipline is what gets you over that hump. But you start out being motivated and you have to keep doing it consistently and that creates the self-discipline. So the days where I just feel like, oh, 
she would understand if you called in because you're really tired. And then I, that other voice says, but you got to go. Go anyway. Because right. you're going to feel better and you, if you go. And so I just go in and she'll say, how you doing? And I'll go, I'm irritated. I don't want to be here. I'm tired. But I feel so much better when I go. Exactly. Even if I'm late, <laughs> even if I'm late 40 minutes and I, only, I can only work out 20. She does it so that that 20 feels like 45 minutes. So I'm trying and I'm trying to encourage Kim because we're also, you know, we're we're older and we and we need this extra like thing that, you know, like you said, to prolong everything mm-hmm. that we're trying to do in order to in order to do what we have dreamed. You got to have energy and you only get that energy when you work out. Like in your 20s and 30s, you can put it off and go, oh, I'll do it. I'll go to the gym. Over here, it's like, no, it ain't no, I'll do it. It's I got to be there. It's It does. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Um, if you have comments in the live chat, we are actually live. So thank you We're for tuning in, everybody. Live. I want to introduce Sherry Shepard, if you're just randomly coming on here. She's the host of The Sherry Show. We're going on like three years of this podcast. Kim Whitley's usually here. I'm hanging out with Sherry tonight, so you all get your questions for Sherry in and vote the uh, the link yes. for the NAACP Image Awards. Outstanding Arts Entertainment Podcast is in the live chat, and I'll, while you're there, also vote for Sherry for Outstanding Talk Host. Uh, uh, talk for host. No, no, not host. Jennifer Hudson was nominated for host. I was nominated for Best Talk Show. Talk Show. So That's what if it is. you go to Best Talk Show... And also, if you, when, you're voting, when you're voting for Two Funny Mamas, if you could kind of slide on over to the talk shows um, and vote for our talk show. Now, it's not very user-friendly, the NAACP Image Award website. I hate to agree. It's but- not user-friendly, so it does require extra work. I keep getting kicked off, and I'm like, I thought I voted. Then you can't you, – anybody who voted for us last year and we won, thank you. You know the deal. you got to use a different email. Is that what it is? Like you can't use the same email. Um, can, do, can you vote every day with that same email, Chris? No, no. So you, it's one time with the email. So I'm going to need you all to create several Google accounts. Or if you can use some of your friends. I hate that you got to create – uh, an email, but if you could use, like, you do what our parents did. You know how your parents got a refrigerator in your name when you was four months old? <laughs> Get them kids <laughs> running around. Right, and yeah. Put them to work. Create, yeah. a, create a password that the kids going to be able to use when they're 12, but for now. For now. Auntie don't use this. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Oh yeah, because Je- I'd have had Jeffrey vote for me. He don't even know he voted for me. So yeah, so it's we're very honored this year for our podcast. We have some very stiff competition because it's not last year we won for outstanding like lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So because now we're in a different category. The two funny mamas. What's our category? Outstanding arts and entertainment podcast. The um, the submitted episode approved by Sherry. Uh, was the live show at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles. I thought... Oh, that was a great show. Our live really show was. at the Laugh Factory. Um, but we are up against Mr. Kevin Hart. Who? We are up... Kevin Hart is in that category. He's in your category, I think. Isn't he in the podcast category, too? I thought it was... I thought it was your Heart to Heart you're talking about? Yeah. His podcast so is up. The one where he told... Where he said to Don Cheadle, when Don Cheadle said he was 50, Kevin Hart goes, damn. Damn. 
That that's a podcast. I think, but no, I think it's a talk show. I'm gonna check. I'll check. We'll check it out. Check for me before I have. I know. I know. know. Jamel Hill is in ours. She's she's Jamel Hill is in ours. Uh, I thought it was Kevin, so I may be wrong. I don't have my um, name, but you're up against him in your other category. You've got so many categories. Talk show. That's what it is. Uh, so yeah. for you know arts what? Yeah, because I think Kevin is okay. I got that messed up. Kevin is in best talk show and he's in best host with Jennifer Hudson. So he's nominated for two awards. He's up against Jen Jennifer Hudson and he's up against me in the best talk show. So, but still, our podcast we're up against Jamel Hill. She won like freaking four times last year. Every time I looked around, it was like Jamel Hill. I said, Golly! So they put us in they. Whoa, we in the category with Jamel. Right. Going up against Jamel. Who else is who else are we um The Reed with Kid Fury and Crystal. Uh <gasps> they're popular. Yeah. Oh, they're all they all are. Jeez. Angie Martinez, uh IRL podcast. I'm guessing. We're up against life. Angie Martinez. Mm-hmm. I just then, bought pop, popcorn for me for Jeffrey's when he was in fourth grade. She gave then, me the money and I used it for gas. Well, that happens. Sorry, Angie. <laughs> Jamel Hill is unbothered. We got that one, and then Black Girl Songbook from uh, The Ringer as well. Okay, so we got some we got some stiff competition, and we wish them all well. However, we do want to win. <laughs> some just be able to say we're two time NAACP Image Award winner. So thank you so much, everybody, for going to the NAACP Image Awards net and finding podcasts. Link is uh, in the live chat. Yeah, it's in the, yeah finding podcasts and you hit podcasts. Then you, arts and entertainment. That's what we are nominated under. And it's Two Funny Mamas. And then if you could pop over to talk shows, the TV portion, talk shows, and then and then vote for Sherry as best talk show. Because I am actually flying out to California. And I'm going to fly out some of my staff because they've never been nominated uh, they, I, I, I inherited the staff from the Wendy show and, um, they've never been nominated for NAACP image award. So they're so excited and they want to go. So I'm going to fly them out there. Um, well, I got to talk to, by the way, thank you in the live chat. Um, am I low? I got a few people saying my mic's low. I may have been just talking quiet. So oh, either way, let me know. Let me know. Um, you can hear me okay, Sherry? Yeah. All right. I may have just been fading away from it a little bit or trying to sound too sexy or something while we're uh, <laughs> while we're hanging out here. Uh, yeah, huge shout out. Yes. That's incredible that you're going to take your staff out there. And I look forward to seeing you because if, uh, if it goes down the right way, I'm just going to go beat Kim's date. And then we can all just meet up and you guys can awkwardly drag me on stage to accept your award. <laughs> Yeah, we have to see if they if they air the podcast portion, you know, because sometimes they have like a technical uh, award show and that one's not that one doesn't air. So hopefully it, our podcast doesn't fall under that. Well, I'll, just, because I'll just say I'm coming out for that and hang out and visit my niece. And, and then you didn't just come hang out because I'm only coming out. I'm coming out for the weekend because thankfully, I don't know what is going on with this wig. I'm so damn tired. Mine's, uh, mine's off tonight, too. How's it look? <laughs> your wig is off tonight. When I tell you, the sucker is glued on. I don't know if your glue is. Yeah, yours look like it's glued, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, I, 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 I went extra for the uh, for the flip, too. Kim could appreciate the flip much more. <laughs> I miss I miss the Whitley woman.
Um, oh, goodness. Yeah, we'll uh, be out there for the podcast. We will be dressed in there. So uh, I don't know if that day is on Friday. I have to find out. But I got to rent an Airbnb when we come out there because I, I can't fly everybody. I'm going to put everybody in a separate hotel. We gonna Are be you going to stay with them? Yeah, I'm gonna stay. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with them. Oh, this is. Yeah, they give me a hotel room, but I'm gonna stay with the my kids, my staff. So we'll be out there for for the NAACP Image Awards, and I sure hope we win because you know that's when when you lose, you like damn, I didn't pay for all these damn plane tickets. <laughs> all right, you, know, you gotta pay to come to the Image Awards. All this dang on money. So, uh, we're, but we're very excited to be nominated for best talk show, and completely thrilled that you guys got us into the arts and entertainment nomination for NAACP image awards. It's just, it's just, uh, so wonderful to be nominated. Incredible. So we, we just asked that you fans, could you do a double P and, and get us up there? Cause we are not going to win unless you, you guys uh, vote for us. Absolutely. There's no, there's no it's, chance. It's all, and you're going to have to double it up, thing. triple it up. Yeah. Yeah, and we think and and we don't take it for granted. We're when we, you know we were so thrilled when we found out. So um, yeah, that's that's it. And any comments or questions? Yes. I have a question that was emailed in that was uh, politely asked, and it's easy. And I'm sure. this is me, this is me buying time to get to the email. Uh, hi, Sherry. Where do you get the pink face masks for your show? I'd like to buy some. Paint face mask. Pink. What is that? The pink face. Oh, that we give away on the Sherry Show. And by mm. the way, people keep saying, "Why? Why does your audience wear masks?" Because New York is—we've always been under a mask mandate, even though they didn't have one in LA. That's why you see like uh, Jennifer Hudson's people didn't wear masks. Kelly Clarkson's people didn't wear masks because LA didn't have a mask mandate, but New York does. So every show that shoots in New York, um, Drew Barrymore, The View. Well, not Good Morning America. They don't have an audience. Tamron Hall, Sherry, we all of our audience has to wear masks. I don't, and then people will say, well, "Why? You know, you walking around, you know, touching everybody. You ain't got no mask on." Well, I'm the host of the show. I can't. How's gonna look? I'm talking with everybody with a mask on. So everybody has to get tested around me. I get tested uh, every single day or every other day. So because um, they have to keep me safe. But the audience has to also have their uh, vaccination stuff. Now, oh, where do really? we? The- yeah, they gotta have their. They gotta show their vaccination cards. Where do we get the pink mask? We make them in bulk, so you you can only get them at the Sherry show because I think it says Sherry on there. Mm. So that's where you get them. Very nice. Okay. Um, uh, how about some other ones? Um, Alicia, always tuning in. We'll honor this, and I just watched this, and I actually texted you about it sherry i was very nervous for you not because of a lack of uh of skill or anything else i just sometimes things can go wild uh, whose sock is that jeffrey's <laughs> jeffrey's sock. Okay. i'll have a makeup okay. i'll have a makeup uh thing this is jeffrey's sock hilarious uh, and so today he didn't wear socks in school. So I'm like, he didn't have no clean socks. And I, so I was like, oh. <laughs> you're, you're kicking them under the guest bed. I don't know where they are. Uh, you went on The Breakfast Club. Great interview. I watched it. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. I thought they were going to try and mess with you a little bit. You guys even brought up a couple uncomfortable things. I'll just say out of the gate, wonderful job. But everybody's asking, 
about your experience recently on The Breakfast Club. I thought you were on and you brought it for the entire 50 minutes or so. But yeah, tell us about it. Um, I, you know, I love doing The Breakfast Club. I always get nervous when it's live. And also Charlemagne will ask those questions that make you uncomfortable. Oh, it's, it's, their th- it's what they do. It's what they do. And so you you never quite know. You know, it's been a lot of controversy. Um, you know, people, it's just been a lot of controversy. And so it has been, I, I'm really kind of not allowed to say too much because no matter what I say, and, and, I, and please understand this because you know what I'm talking about. No matter what I say, if I say, I'm so concerned we have to pray, then TMZ takes that or some blog site takes it. And then literally they have said, Sherry is uh, emotionally shaming. Sherry is shading. And it gets like That's what I'm talking about. I get the phone calls from the heads up. Like, why did you say that? And it was just like, I'm just concerned. And it's so much, I don't even know if y'all can understand how people will twist your words. And so then you bring on more people who criticize. <laughs> you stole you stole her body. You stole her wigs. You stole her chair. You stole her employees. I see Norman. You stole Norman. <laughs> it's just, it gets out of hand. And so the best thing is you just don't say anything because you don't want to keep the fire going. So here's the thing. When you go on these kind of shows, your publicist, will, your publicist will say to the person, do not ask any of these questions. Do I mean, not ask. You, there's no way you can tell Charlemagne, don't ask a question about a person that he's worked with. So it, I, in my mind, and that is why I call Angela Rye, the journalist, April, because I was nervous. Because in my head as I'm sitting there, I was like, okay, if, if I'm asked, I kind of have to pivot and be, what's the word, Chris? Um, I, I need to be sensitive, but I don't want to stay on the subject too long because blog sites are looking and they're looking for stuff to pull to make bigger. I mean, awareness is the first word that comes to my mind, but I, I know you're. I got to be aware, that. but I have to be. It's like what a politician has to do. They got to kind of mm-hmm. move and pivot, you know, when they ask these kind of questions that they. they really don't want to answer so i was it was in my head like okay i gotta he gonna ask me he gonna ask me a question i just gotta figure out how i can answer best without getting a phone call later without mm-hmm. seeing it in the blog sites without and so how you know you're not gonna tell Charlamagne not to and i think so the first question when i and then i called a uh, angela rye by the wrong name that sorry. that part though i felt like you I felt like you handled correctly because I think it's really stupid whenever people, and this isn't what happened, but I think it's really stupid when humans make mistakes that are completely normal and you just went through your day and told everybody how wild everything is. People have a bad morning and they forget other people's names, right? You and know, you- <laughs> I, I can see the other side too, because when you're, you, you know, because people call me for the wrong name all the time. They call me Octavia. They call me. <laughs> Now they're going, are you, are you, um, Quinta, Quinta Burris? I'm not Quinta Burris, Quinta but I Brunson. guess. Like Quinta, oh, geez. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now you already know I'm late and I'm tired. Quinta Brunson. Uh. Burris. That's Candy Burris. Damn. Um, Quinta Brunson. 
Y'all gonna know. I, I but I've said this our whole hot podcast. I'm, I've said this for years. I'm really bad with names and faces because I got facial blindness. But I saw so I get names messed up all the time. That's why me and Kenya Moore didn't talk for a minute because I called her Kendra on Dish. See, I. On, um, okay. On a, what? Watch what happens live. When I get nervous and my mind is all over the place, my the what you see on the outside with Kim. Listen, look. You know, looking at her, that's what yeah, I am in my head. Oh, okay. I, if, I was gonna say, if you want to keep acting out, Kim Whitley, we'd we'd love to see it. No, Kim Whitley inside my head is Kim Whitley. Like that's why we get along so well. Kim's up there in your brain. A caricature of Kim is up there pulling levers in your brain, eating chips, yeah, screaming yeah, at everybody. Kim is in my head. Like all Kim's external is my internal. And so when when I'm nervous, it, everything's all over the place. So I get names wrong all the time. As I said, Quinta Quinta Burris. Um, but it takes too long to explain the. This is what's so hard. It takes so long to explain to people that I have facial blindness, that I can't distinguish features on a face, that I'm nervous, that I'm. You know, they just looking at you like, bitch, you didn't see me nine times. Well, after you know my name's not blah 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 blah. blah. After you know, working and with you and you just screaming at me, all white people look the same. I accepted that you called <laughs> me. I accepted that you called me Steve half the time. I accepted I, that you called me a Sons of Anarchy uh, extra. Oh, what was that? I get oh, it. No, that guy from The Walking Dead, which I'm obsessed with now. I just started watching The Walking Dead the first season. Oh, you did? It oh, gets what's his it name? gets really? boring. Hmm? Oh no, it's good. No, no, not the one who was uh, his brother cut his hand off. That's who you Darryl. remind me of. Daryl. <laughs> Merle and Daryl. Daryl, yeah. Darryl, yeah. His, <laughs> his brother who stayed through the whole Walking Dead. But, um... Norman Reedus yeah, is that. Angela Rye, who's a journalist. Yeah. She's a journalist by the wrong name. I was mortified. Then that, then that took me out of my groove doing The Breakfast Club. I was just... Because I had to get back to... Because I was nervous. Because Tiffany Cross, she has she had a show on MSNBC called the cross report and then Angela Rye. So I thought when they said to me, cause they're looking for a new uh, host of their show, female. So they're auditioning all these women. Mm. And um, so I was like, Oh my God, I got two journalists. I got to act like I got some sense. Like I can't, it's not like I'm sitting with Kim. Not that I'm saying Kim, Kim is different. She is, she ain't no journalist. And right. Kim is like crazy and we can be crazy on our podcast and be silly and stupid. But I'm like, it's two women who are really super smart. Now I gotta, now I gotta act super smart. I gotta be like, yeah. Anyway, and I just was. <laughs> Why is that smart? How was that? Well, I know, yeah, like, I thought we were anyway. gonna be talking politics and stuff, and I was no, like, I get it. I, I get do it. politics. I love politics, but I don't. I, like, that's not what I thought I was gonna be doing. And when I go to Breakfast Club, I want to be funny, and I just was like, oh, we got these two women, and they go. They're going to look at me crazy. So it, that's all the stuff that goes through your head, literally. As yeah. you have to do thing. But when I got up there, um, first question Charlamagne said, he said, can you feel, can you feel Wendy's shoes? And that was his first was one. Very soft question. And I said, no, because we don't wear the same size. That's a good answer. Where I love Charlemagne, he said, then he said, um, then DJ Envy said, have you talked to her? And I said, no. Uh, I haven't talked to her. I haven't talked to you. I haven't talked to Charlemagne. And then I told him a story about Star Jones. Oh, no. Then Charlemagne said, well, how do you feel 
uh, that she's not going to watch your show. And I, I told the story of Star Jones. So it was very soft questions. Um, he didn't pursue it. It was great. Then we went on and had a great, a great interview. And it was fun. It's fun. Charlemagne, literally, he's gone through this whole evolution. He's a gentler, kinder. Yeah, there's less. Uh, he's le it's less gotcha from. And maybe I thought maybe you two were cool, so he wasn't doing the whole gag. But it was we're there. Very cool. We're not friends. Like we don't. I shouldn't hang say out. gag. He's just got a different style of interviewing. Right, sometimes. he's got a different style, but he is one that he will push, push, push. Mm -hmm. uh, but Made a great living been, off it. <laughs> absolutely, but he's always been really, really nice, wonderful to me. Seemed genuine. Seemed genuine for real. He was very so. I never, I've never had a problem with with uh, Charlemagne or Envy or I love Angela Yee. So they've always been quite nice. So if you ask how was the Breakfast Club interview, it was great. I had a good time. I got to tell my funny stuff. I got to be serious. They, you know, everybody's getting on me about riding this damn train. If I have one more person tell me they don't like me riding the train, I'm gonna scream. But you sound like good. you sound like Jeffrey. Jeffrey, clean your room. I don't need to clean my room. That's what it sounds like when you're doing that. People are just looking out for you. The more you tell me not to write a term, the more I write. I know. That's what I'm saying. I get it. I get it. I'm uh, a Taurus. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> that's fair. You want a few more uh, live chat questions? Yeah. Uh, people were asking earlier why I reacted the way I did. It's because. Key popped in. I acted surprised because Key's here. Hello, Hi. Key. I miss you on my schedule every week. I love oh. laughing. Thanks, Key. How are you, my Key? She's fine. She's you're fine. She asked how you are. I'm the person inside of inside of his head. And in I, and, and thank God, thank goodness, that he got a black woman inside his head. Who, wait, yes. Wait, Sherry. Yes. <laughs> what did he say? Well, if I quoted her directly, go ahead. Who hair look better? Who hair look your, better? Your hair is cute, but you had it natural before. She said it's still natural. I see it's natural, but it was like different. It, but it's cute, Key. She says you're cute, Key. Thank you. All right. There it is. Key, everybody. Key is Studio manager to the stars. Uh, Key for Midcoast Media. Uh wouldn't have a podcast <laughs> that's right she's here to keep it yeah, live. let's get some live chat questions uh chris can you ask sherry if kim is hosting the whole show on february 14th with her that's from brandon good question you know this that's a day-to-day -day thing with me and kim because she will call me and i'll go kim now you have made me mad you're not hosting the show with me he's gonna be a guest then I call and I'm like, I miss you so much. <laughs> yes. Then Kim will, then I'll wake up to 24 people going, text going, Kim gave me your number and she said I should call you to find out if I get on the show. And I'm like, this girl, she did what? Because uh, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff you got to go through to get on the show. Kim told me to call you. And I'm like, if you don't stop doing it, Kim, now you're not going to co-host the show with me. You know, maybe not. Okay. So when you ask me now, is Kim hosting, um, co-hosting the show with me? The last time I talked to Kim, I haven't talked to Kim yet, but the last time I saw her, she ate through the whole live with finesse. That was last week. And I said, you ain't co-hosting with me. 
because you're going to be tripping. So I don't know. Hilarious. <laughs> so we have not, John Murray, uh, the executive producer, is in charge of that. So he is going to, and then Debmar Mercury, because sometimes with this show being so new, they don't want me having a co-host. They don't they, want to mix it up. The continuity of it just being me. But one thing I will tell you is Kim is going to be on the Kim is going to be on the show February fourteenth. Great oh, question. Oh no, no, she's going to be on the show February fifteenth. That is when Kim is coming on the show. So either way, you're going to see a lot of her. She's going to be a, she's going to be on the whole show. Uh, let's see, Tanya, Chris, you should pop on the show that day. That would be a lot of fun. Hilarious. No, I said I'm coming to visit after all the. After all the hubbub dies down, I'm coming in like season two, season three to get a so I can so I can get Sherry in her groove. I don't want frantic. Sorry, we've just started it's our first season. I'm playing it cool, so I'm not on that list of people that Sherry's like. Well, they were here when it was crazy. I'll stop by though. It'll be a fun. It'll be you a know, fun anytime trip. they picked us up for two seasons. So you take you, my pick, huh? Look at that. Pick that picked us up for. That's so surreal. Isn't that wild? It's so wild because that's a rarity. They told me, they said they that's a rarity that, that a network will pick up a new show for two seasons instead of one because everybody gets picked up from year to year. Kelly Clarkson got a two-season pickup, but she's been on the air for se seven seasons, I believe. Shout out and to Kelly Clarkson. She supported you guys, too. She thanks to, she. I remember her promoting, and granted, you and Kim are great guests. Two Funny Mamas was getting promoted, and we'd been doing the show, what, two weeks? And she put us on the air, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But just to say, that's how rare it is to get a two-year pickup. She's been on the air seven seasons, and she just got a two-year pickup. So every season, they pick you up year to year. So to get a two-year pickup is a real big testament to their belief in what John and I are trying to put out there. Like, we got a vision, and we work really hard to see it through. Renee. So encourage sherry to show you the town when you visit i can't put that on sherry if i can steal sherry we had a blast and she had to leave early when i was in los angeles but we watched fights you did let us watch fights at your house that night we hung out you and jeffrey had to leave that night if i can steal just some time with sherry just to go do something fun while we're not working i'll be happy with that i can't have her yeah, you can help me clean up my office <laughs> perfect <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That's B flat when she comes in. She's the expert at that. Somebody better help me because this I got laundry back there that I got to do tonight. I got box. All of this is like boxes Here, I got gotcha. you. Go Listeners. I a good backdrop. <laughs> I ordered a backdrop. It's in one of these boxes. When I tell you, I, it, this is it's crazy over here. So, and when B flat came, when I tell you, I cannot wait for y'all to see B flat. Um, On Kevin Hart's. This game show. Kevin Hart's game show is called Face Game Face online. And when I tell you how funny that daggone B flat was, so she did not have time to clean up and organize my office because she had to go back home and get her train because her and Dennis had something to do. I sure was, but I was like that with an Indian, excuse me, with a tear coming down my face when she left. So she didn't get to come and organize it because it needs organizing. She will. She was just here last week. I basically. She y'all sold out, didn't you? Mm hmm. Yeah, we sold out a, a live comedy show. Shout out to B. 
she was but the bet even okay so that was the culmination but if we're going to talk about that b flew in on monday because she was part of the southwest fiasco previously so she's like i am not missing this right yeah b told me how this would go and i was a little skeptical i put on three strong comics from st louis that i trust to do great in in whatever situation and then b starts going well i'm gonna host it i'm like b come on like that no no like you, you have you close it out blah 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 she said she called it to a t she goes my people are gonna come to this and if i tell them i'm i'm closing out they're not gonna show up till three minutes before i start and they need to see the whole show b was here all week we had her in the office she did press it was hilarious you and you know how hard local news is she made them super funny she did a great uh, article in the riverfront times here i if this is a love b segment i'm all for it because she sold out the show she brought heat she was out there laughing at the other comics having a good time it was a blast so it went really well and uh we talked about it on tighten up tuesday this week but it was it was truly a, a great time. So yeah, it was a blast. I just have the utmost respect for B Flat. I've known her for two oh, geez, I think it's been twenty years. Mm. And um even when she came to do the show, Game Face Kevin Hart's show is a celebrity and somebody that they bring on. And sometimes when the other celebrities don't know the person, they don't you know, they don't talk to him a lot. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt so good to be doing this and Kevin got on with his wife, Aniko. And as they were setting up everything, the technical stuff, and it started, he goes, oh my God, that's B-flat. And he said, let me tell you about B-flat. And he was like, she took me on the road when I was nobody. We went here, B-flat did this, hands down, she's one of the funniest. So it made everybody like Roxy Diaz was like, oh, who is this? Right. It, then um, Candy Burris and her husband Todd were like, okay if kevin said and i was so happy i was so happy that kevin hart was given b flat and if you don't know who b flat is she does a podcast called tighten up tuesday that chris produces with his company midcoast media and she's just one of the funniest female comics one of the funniest comics out there and uh, um there hey uh, i'm uh, a bit discerning when it comes to to stand up and whenever you can insert somebody like that and they're going to crush no matter what there's a only a few people there's a very small percentage of people that can do that so you flat is one of those people like she and it was just so nice that to see kevin hart just love on her so much so it made everybody so no matter what b flat said it was like well this is somebody important right kevin, gotta listen know. And um, I, I loved it. I can't wait. I don't, that's going to be airing like March. March. <laughs> Dad had to spill wine on my hardwood floor. She was like, oh, I didn't know we could. I, I, oh. I didn't know we could have wine over on the, on the floor. We got to get that up. And somebody, I was like, it's only us. We got to stop rolling so you can get this wine up off my floor, B flat. Right. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Then she she had a weed and she was he, Kevin was like, You can't smoke on the game show. B. Oh, oh okay. All right, we'll put that. <laughs> we had a good time. So she will be on my show um probably sometime in April. No, oh, that's exciting. Maybe you can have her on uh the twentieth of April. We're going to be on hiatus on the 20th of April because it's around my oh, birthday. Too bad. So, 
420, but what's that? That's your birthday. No. Whose birthday is that? Technically, I think it's Hitler's birthday, but uh. Oh damn, Chris. Okay, wow. 420, 420 is like weed day, because the number 420. <laughs> Come on, sure. You're tired. You'd usually catch that. I don't smoke weed, Chris. So Neither do I. I know lame jokes about it, though. <laughs> I got you covered. Uh, oh, it's also uh, known as uh, pot, Sherry, as I Google here. A uh, couple more no, comments. white people say pot. Black people don't say no pot. You got some pot? That's white people say pot. I don't think white people say it either Black anymore. people like, you got weed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so be flat. I'll let you know. I'll let you know when B-flat comes on. Oh, I so can't wait. Around like April. April Is and there, May. Would you would you pull Logan? Would you look in the By the way, shout out to Logan Perez. You're in New York. He's been working with us for about a year. He's originally from the Bronx. So, oh, Lo Logan Bronx. from the Bronx is here. Yeah. Logan from the Bronx. Um, hey Logan. And Kim Whitley, by the way, is filming a movie. There, sorry, Logan, there's a video in B Flat's B Fat Weekly Graphics from yesterday and it's her on the news and I need to show that to Sherry. Do you know what I'm okay. talking about? Okay. Yeah, we Just love B Flat. That She's got a podcast. Play called Tighten Up Tuesday. She does like mm. DIY stuff, uh, you know, that's cheap. And some of her people have come to the show and they'll say to me during the commercial break, oh, it'll be flat. And I'm the one that podcast. And I'm the one that made the flowers that hang on the door. And I'm like, what? Because uh -huh. it's a lot of music. I didn't the one that made it, the corn husk whole thing where you throw the thing and I did the, the plants. And I go, oh. But I, as long as I hear B flat. Yes. Uh, you were talking about Kim's filming right now. I interrupted. Kim is filming right now. Jeez, I'm, I'm having hot flashes. Kim is filming right now. She's forever booking a project. Don't forget to watch her show, Act Your Age. That stars TV. Uh, Kim Whitley. It's on Bounce TV. Tisha Campbell and guest starring Yvette Nicole Brown. And that's coming out on Bounce TV. Then also she has an audible which was trending and Variety named it one of the top 10 audibles to listen to. It's called Kim, K-Y-M, loosely based on her life of adopting a little boy. And, and, being, a, and being a mess. And, and her life being a mess. Ha ha. And oh, she also- Shout out to Lena Waithe if she's tuned in. She typically is. Lena, yeah, Lena is the uh, executive producer and creator of the audible Kim. And what else is Kim? She just finished a she just finished a movie, a Christmas movie, which will be out December twenty twenty three. Right. And she's working on another movie right now. She got a lot of stuff going. And yeah, and thank you for going to NAACPImageAwards.net yep. and voting for the podcast under Arts and Entertainment. Two Funny Mamas, and then pop on over to TV talk show and the Sherry show. It's a nominator mm -hmm. for best talk show. And, um, and live Here's... a little. And uh, Bellamy West. Chris, can you ask Sherry about that show she said was going to have on Netflix where she was supposed to be having a lot of sex? Oh, yeah. Why didn't it come to fruition? Um, we, oh, uh, God. After sneeze. We pitched it. And it was get, it got great reception, but in the end, sorry, bless you, bless you. sorry. Um, in the end, Netflix felt that they had other shows like it, mm. so they said no. 
So there's still some places we have to pitch it to. And that's just the nature of the business. Like you can pitch, pitch, pitch. There was a show that I was starring in with Tisha Campbell and Essence Atkins and Viola Davis was the executive producer. It was called Black Don't Crack. And we did the pilot. I remember the announcement for that. Yeah, and ABC had to choose between Abbott Elementary and Black Don't Crack. And they'll regret it for the rest of their lives. No, you know, it's such a trip. It's such a trip. They nailed it. Like, Abbott Elementary was amazing, and I think, and I wish that people could have seen ours. It was a sitcom, Black Don't Crack. It was about three sorority sisters who got into an argument, but then they came back together over a trauma suffered by me. I was, I was me, I was a star and it was Tisha in essence. And it was so funny. And um, we were neck and neck with Abbott and they pick Abbott Elementary. And one of my best friends is Lisa Ann Walter. She plays the Italian woman with the red hair. Like I've known Lisa Ann Walter for 35 years and we've been really, really close. And Lisa Ann Walter, I just love this. She hadn't worked for like 10 years. She was just trying to do gigs to hang on to her insurance from the Screen Actors Guild. And Lisa Ann Walter used to always book the roles where she was a ballsy Italian. But then as people just started waking up and realizing, you know, black women need to work too. She was losing a lot of jobs to black women. And she was just like, but it is your time. I shouldn't be booking these roles. You should be booking. And she had the best attitude, but she wasn't working. It literally was like a decade. She was holding on. And she won on this audition for Abbott Elementary and she booked it. And when they picked Abbott Elementary, I remember calling and she started crying because she said, but I wanted your show to get picked to. Because everybody kept saying, oh, Black Don't Crack, like this is the show. It was was a really good show. And Viola Davis and her husband Julius Tennant were producing it. So, you know, that's Viola Davis. Usually people want to be in business with big names. But I said to her, you and Cheryl Lee Ralph, y'all need this. Like Tisha and Essence and me and Viola, we gonna work. But you and Cheryl Lee Ralph, who Cheryl Lee, people were like overlooking her. Wild. For things. Like she was always out there, but they weren't, they weren't, when they needed somebody, they weren't checking for Cheryl Lee Ralph. They weren't, you know, she was still having an audition she wasn't getting the love that she's getting now. And I just remember saying to Lisa Ann, you need this. Cheryl Lee Ralph needs this. And there, it's such a great script. And we don't really know who Quinta Brunson is. So y'all need this. Quinta Burris, and, you mean? What'd I say? No, I, I was that's a call back oh, to your to earlier. Don't do me. Don't do it. <laughs> I was like, I know I said Quinta's name right. Uh, but I just said. People think you look like her? Yeah, people always say, they always say, you should play her mother on the show. I mean, I accept that. I accept that. Um, Probably Niecy will end up playing her mama, Niecy Nash. (laughs) They keep asking in the, uh, some folks, several different people brought it up. Is Niecy ever going to come on Two Funny Mamas? Probably not. I don't, not too soon. And I'm going to tell you why. Niecy's always busy. Like Niecy is um, right now filming Rookie Feds. Like literally that show is so successful. It got a 900% jump from the show that leads, that goes, precedes it. I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm not lying to you. What what kind of show is that? It's like a dramedy. Okay. Oh, it's, it's funny. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it's got DC in it. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm a fan, but I just haven't it's seen it, and I know it's huge. Camera. It's huge. It's a single camera, dra- single camera drama comedy, and it jumped 900%. Unheard of. Like, my show Sherry in L.A. jumped 700%. Because typically, that's not a spot that it did well in L.A. Because a lot of people don't want to watch Fox News. And I'm on Fox. But my my ratings jumped 700% from the show that went before me. Because people that didn't watch Fox, they turned it on for me, then they turned it off. So um, she's so busy with rookie feds. Then at the same time, she had shot Jeffrey Dahmer. At the same time she was doing Jeffrey Dahmer... At nighttime, no, in the daytime, she was filming Reno 911. Yeah, that's still, there's iterations of that. Okay, I grew, okay, so for, I don't know, I'll just say five years, and then even when the DVDs came out, Obsessed might be the best way to put it. So funny. And I keep seeing there's iterations of it, too. And that in itself is a lot of actors' one gig. So that's her fourth. It's like her. Yeah, so she was doing in the daytime. Reno 911, where you that's broad comedy. Then at nighttime, she was going to film drama, which is heavy drama. My friend was about to have a nervous breakdown. We was talking every day. She was exhausted. And she was like, I got Reno and I got this movie I'm doing. Um, uh, who's the creator? Uh, oh, of Dahmer. what? Uh, of Dahmer? The, the big executive producer who created it, who wrote it. Um, he's written, he did Screen Queens for her. He did, um, Ryan the Murphy. show, Holly, hmm? Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy. Um, she just was like, so tired. So now what she's doing, she's doing, um, rookie feds, which when you do a single camera, that's 14 to 17 hours a day that she's got to work and she's running around action movies and she had to do press for Dahmer. And she had to do the whole awards thing. And she still had to be in the trailer, makeup, five in the morning. She was getting up at four in the morning. She had to be there five in the morning. And she's got a movie she's doing with Ava DuVernay right now. So she leaves Rookie Feds on Thursday, gets on a red eye, and she shoots this movie called Cased. Uh, it's Ava DuVernay's movie. She does it Friday and Saturday, and she flies back home Sunday. She goes home and she cooks for her wife, Jessica, and for her daughters and her son because they come over for dinner because she insists on family time. Then she's got to learn her lines. She learns her lines on the plane for the movie. Then she's got to learn her lines for rookie feds. And then she's got to go to bed because she's got to do rookie feds all week. So when you say, will, will Nisi be on the podcast? The answer is probably no. She just doesn't have time. And I call her at maybe six in the morning, which is three in the morning, her time, and she's up. So oh, we no. usually talk for about 40 minutes. I'll call it between, um, you know, seven, between six and eight. And she's up and we talk about, we talk while she's riding to the studio or while I'm riding to the studio or getting my makeup done, we'll talk. So the answer to that, you tell I talk. I don't give you yes or no's. Uh, the answer to that is no. But I didn't want to just say no because then it made it sound like Nisi don't want to come on the show. No, she does. She don't have any time. We, if it's not evident, this is we have two people who could damn well get anyone in their sphere on their podcast if they gave them enough time and effort. But when you have a lot of cool things going on, 
it's tough enough to get the hosts to come on. So, <laughs> I mean, literally, Chris was like, "Yeah." So, uh, when you do the live tonight, because we were supposed to do it yesterday, and uh, Kim was, I was available yesterday, but Kim was not available. Well, and then, then Chris- and then you you said, "I'm too important. I need to go with Rubber Band Man to see the movie." You called me. Was that, me, you was that like, your words? Was that, that was your, not my words. You're like, you hey, like, Whitey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. You said we could still do the podcast. I think I can get Kim and we can do the podcast Wednesday night. And I was like, no, because I've already told uh, uh, T.I. and Joseph Sakura that I would go to their movie screening in New York. So I can't, <laughs> I, can, I can not do the podcast, but I can't break my word to them because I need them to come back on the show. So um, he was in St. Louis last weekend or the weekend before doing stand up. Good for him. He was performing. Yes, he was. So, uh, he was, so no, yeah. but what, whatever you're saying with that, um, it's funny because we could have people jump in on this. But truthfully, I would say, and I'm not saying you would bail. You come on when you come on. But 20 minutes until we went live, I still was like, eh, it's possible Sherry had something come up. So that's that's just a little peek behind the scenes. Yeah, we've been sometimes. talking about that. I know that a lot of our fans don't want us to have uh, my eyes will not stay open. They don't they don't they don't um, want substitutes. I feel like a three year old, you know, when a three year old starts getting we'll wrap soon. Yeah, no, it's OK. Um, they don't want substitute hosts, but we want to keep our podcast going. But sometimes we it's hard for Kim and I. Our schedule is different. Plus, I'm in New York, so I'm three hours ahead of her. Um, so sometimes she'll be like, well, can we do the podcast at three? And that's a six my time. And I'm usually busy. So it's hard getting us together. Chris is like, it's a wonder he just still has his hair because trying to get us together is <laughs> crazy. So a lot of times, and I can't do it. Like, I think I didn't do it last week. I was just exhausted. I, I told you, I, I just couldn't even do it. So finesse so wonderfully filled in. He was so funny. Um, so that's, you know, we'll probably do a little bit more of that. Well, and, um, and there's people, yeah. there's Yamanika, there, she's done so great. Andre's always willing to help. There's a million people that I think the fans are fans of. But what I would love to see too, it, it's tough because it's, it's you all's thing. But if you view it as a listener, as a whole, so if you see someone come on that you don't know, or maybe you're skeptical of, or it's like, oh, a little bit of Chris too much that episode, just know that's patching the the trail <laughs> for the next one for Sherry and Kim. It's keeping it constant and it's still putting people out there. So it's uh, it's always, interesting. It is. So Kim will be back. Kim will be back next week, definitely. For sure. This book right here. Stephen A. Smith. We didn't even talk about Stephen A. Smith coming on your show. <laughs> so see, and so if you guys watch the show, Sherry Stephen A. Smith. By the way, I put this book up because. Stephen A. Smith did a press tour uh, to promote his book, Straight Shooter, a a memoir of second chances and first takes. And he wanted a press tour to promote the book, which everybody does when they have a book. However, he came on my show and he thought he was going to get into a debate. And my question, Mm. all I was supposed to say, the cue card that when they briefed me, I was supposed to say, oh, Stephen, I'm so excited because he's supposed to be talking about the Super Bowl. And my thing I was supposed to say, I'm excited because I know who's going to win or who's going to be in the Super Bowl, Rihanna. Then we're supposed to go and talk about something else. This daggone man going to lean back and go, well, 
Rihanna. Can we, wait, 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 wait. Can we get can we get a single shot? Okay. Yeah. So Sherry Shepard on the Sherry Show has sports <laughs> hot take Smith, Stephen A. Smith on the show. How'd it go? Yeah, I was like, oh, well, the thing I know is I know who's going to be in the Super Bowl, Riri. And he's like, yeah, well. And he grabs his tie. And he's like, yeah, but Rihanna's no Beyonce. And he, and when I tell you, my audience turned on him in 2.3 seconds, turned (laughs) on Stephen A. Smith. I've never seen nothing like it. And I was like, well, no, no, we're not. You know me, I'm trying to keep the peace. I ain't trying. I Because here's the thing, when these celebrities come on, we give them six to 10 minutes. We talk about fun stuff, and then we go to promote their their project. That is why they are on the show, to promote. Not talk about their kids, not talk about when them when they and their husband met. We do that for fun. But the, the, the must, they're called must do. We must do do we must promote their project so i literally was trying to like smooth this over so we continue talking about this book (laughs) but that audience turned on him so fast it we went to a point of no return it got so bad because you know when you talk about certain people beyonce rihanna Nicki minaj lil kim and i know i'm leaving somebody else you got the barbs, you got the navy, they got names. You got the beehive, all of the okay. It, just listen to these names. Swifties, Barb. Swifties. Who is that? Oh, that's the Taylors. Okay, Taylor Swift. I just wanted to throw all it of them. Cheesy. I don't know what hers is. Are they Swift? Is it called Swifties? So Logan, <laughs> like at Logan, like he would know. Uh, I believe they're called Swifties. If they come after you, like if the beehive comes they after you, fast. it would be the Swifties coming after they you. They move yeah. fast. The Navy, which is Riri's fan club, Navy's like, they assault you. The Beehive, they sting you. Riri's fan club's called the Navy? Yeah, that's what that's what Rihanna's fan club, the Navy. Because it's an assault on your whole senses. Is that, like, because, oh, is that because she was in the uh, the classic movie? The classic film Battleship? Battleship? I, I <laughs> doubt it. Is that of, the reason? A lot of the Navy's young kids, they ain't seen Battleship. Remember that? Wasn't yeah, she in that movie? <laughs> Uh, and I'm not saying because she was bad. It's just it, the movie wasn't written well. I I didn't know they were called the Navy. That's incredible. It's that's a Navy. that's a tough that's a tough crew coming after you. You got a tough crew, and and Stephen A. Smith didn't realize when them when they come after you, it's it's just woo. So he 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 made two apologies because it just was getting crazy. He apologized. He apologized twice. Yeah. I didn't watch. I didn't see. No, he's so used running. to just bullying sports crews where people are mean to each other. He's and see, he was he's clocked in. Be, it's his character. That's what he does on ESPN First Take. That's what Stephen A. Smith. He argues and everything is a debate. And but a lot of people, even on my glam team, they didn't know that. They didn't like that. You had one who was a Riri fan, one who was a Beehive fan, and so um, they didn't I came like on the other day. <laughs> I love, I I love thinking like I like thinking that like he's like oh I'm I'm in a safe place I'm backstage at a show no like I love thinking about like your producers or staff like Sinai and him as he walks by after he comes off camera no they, I, everybody was just like you know they didn't know what he was gonna say because it was really supposed to be me be go oh Riri and then us talking about Rihanna but he every and then we were gonna have a friendly debate which we did um, but I think that he didn't expect it. 
and he didn't expect, you know, you know, on first take, you got 30 teams, you got all these, I said it on the breakfast club, the NFL players, women are very sensitive. We've been through a period, you know, being pitted against each other. And that's how a lot of people took it. It's like at the level of Super Bowl, you've only had Mary J. Blige, Rihanna, Beyonce, Janet Jackson. Like it's not enough to be, you know, comparing. But also a lot of people felt women are too emotional. It was a lot of different, but it just was really, I literally, I had people from his team calling going, can you say it again? He was just playing. And I said, no, I've already done it. But let me tell you something. Official, New York Times bestseller. So he may have made some people mad, but he on the bestsellers. This this book sold. Listen. Stephen A. Smith. And he and he'll learn from that too. There are some differences. There was a little bit of that. This is people are going to be really pissed at me for making this comparison, but I watched it happen with him specifically. I've watched mixed martial arts and UFC since I was like seven years old, since the first one. Right? People mess up now that it's become more mainstream, and they'll try and do the same things that they would do in basketball or hockey or football. Stephen A. Smith, ESPN gets in bed with the UFC. Long story short. He would do that where he'd make fun. He'd talk about fighters being like, not, they'd be like, they're afraid. Like he would talk about like a football team would. The difference is a football team, you're playing a pretend made up game. When you're fighting, you're not scared and your jaw gets broke if you mess up. Like there's honor in it. There's honor. In it. So I watched some, some, uh, pushback from that world too, which is a weird comparison, but I saw it, but he's got a proven success with his character that he does. And it's, it's a formula that I think ESPN, like that's all their biggest shows are just argument shows. His his show is, I mean, he is one of the biggest, uh, uh, pundits on ESPN. He makes a lot of money. I was, didn't know if the controversy would have affected his book sales because people were so mad at him, but the book is really good. He gives a lot of props to his sister and his mom and the women in his life for blessing him to be where he is. So I was yeah. hoping that they didn't throw out the baby with the bathwater. And mm-hmm. they did. They just they just texted me and said, it's official. He's this is a New York Times bestseller. So actually, the controversy that happened on my show helped him. Mm. And so for that, I say, Stephen A. Smith, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there's a take for it it went everywhere it that clip went everywhere my behind no 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 we're not gonna compare i was like damn why couldn't have been more forceful damn <laughs> how about this uh sherry i think you've get, 1300 people are tuned in so thank you for that make sure you go and vote in naacp image awards.net outstanding arts entertainment podcast and then go vote for sherry's show and outstanding talk show Thank you for that. And go tell Kim you missed her tonight on the uh, podcast on Instagram. Uh, she didn't text so I know she's filming. Yeah. Were there any comments? Or, yes. Uh, there, let's get a few and then let's get you out of here. Oh, it's, uh, it's hot up here. Cheryl, it's because you were ta- doing all those hot takes about Steven. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl says, hello, Sherry and Chris. I love, love, love Two Funny Mamas. I had the opportunity to be on your live taping with Kristen Chenoweth and Jack Hayes. You are heaven sent. May God bless you, Je- you and Jeffrey Richley. What a nice note from Cheryl. That was very nice. I love it when people can come to our show because it's a different, you get a different experience when it's live. It's literally like a party. We don't have, you know, Chris, how they do uh, talk shows and they have a warm up comic. 
Yes. Uh, well, all TV shows, it, like just a peek behind the scenes again, that's a nice gig for an up and coming comic or even an established comic, really, because it's consistent money. But you like TV shows that you see on Comedy Central, anything with audience, there's a warm up comic. And so. So you don't have a warm up comic. No, we don't. We don't have any warm up comics. What we have is Marco and Marco is he hosts parties and he emcees events. So Marco gets the crowd hyped up. We have a DJ, DJ Sus One, who is Mariah Carey's personal DJ. He opens for her and they play music. And Marco literally it when you're in your dressing room, you it feels like there's a nightclub. You hear music. You hear Marco going, get up, everybody do boom, boom, boom. And they're dancing, they're doing the wobble, they're doing the cuff it, they're doing fashion shows where they're walking. It's no, he's not, there's never. Not a true host. He's, he's, he's hyping the host. crowd. And so he keeps the crowd so hype and you're having a good time because you're on your feet. He's like, rub your booty on your best friend, rub your booty on your best friend. And it's like, and everybody's having such a great time that I said, I'm not going to do a warm-up comic. And I'm a comic. I'm pure stand-up. But he has at such a... I've never seen a warm-up comic be able to take a crowd to that level of hype. And then the, they got it worked out. The DJ Sus One will play like a old-school song. Mirror, mirror, on the wall. And then the crowd loses their mind. And then he'll play like a gospel song that everybody knows the words to. And they lose their mind. And then you start hearing Beyonce, we gonna go tonight. And everybody starts doing the cup. So I, I've never seen a warm-up comic. Well, it's different energy. Out. It's different energy. And what it's you provide. Yeah. So when people come live, uh, and everybody, my celebrities are like, Oh my gosh, it's like amazing. It's like, I want to come back. Their crowd was so, even the guy who's on the um, Gossip Girl, Thomas Doherty came and he's from Scotland. And he was like, is that a nightclub down Where's there? Where's he from? He's from Scotland. That's the only word I can say. Scotland. I just wanted to hear it again. Sorry. It's so funny. I said, um, he loves Brooklyn. He lives in Brooklyn and he's got this Scottish brogue. And I said, can you say where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? He's like, am I, am I the way I speak? And I, yeah, he goes, where's Just Brooklyn? Talking. Yeah, that's what he did. He goes, where's Brooklyn at? <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff they love. Yeah. So thank you for coming to the live show. Appreciate it. And people are in that. Lunell came and sat in the audience. Um, oh my gosh, we had... We have a lot of people who come and sit in our audience. The you guy, said Lu um, Lunell came. Drew Carey came and sat in the audience. Um, Drew Carey? Uh-huh. You see that? Oh, you see, you see I'm a 30-year-old white guy. Drew Carey? Drew Carey. <laughs> Cleveland rocks, huh, Drew? Drew Carey. Uh, th those people, a uh, woman was just there. She was the first R&B artist signed to Def Jam. Allison Williams, just call my name. And I'll come running. She was in the audience. So we always have a lot of, of people. We shout them out. Uh, so thank you. I love that. You're going to get Michael Costa I, in the Laugh Lounge in the new year? Huh? Michael Costa from The Daily Show for The Laugh Lounge. You should make that happen this year. I don't think we're going to be. Well, I don't know. We got a bunch of comics. You told me. Did you tell me about Michael Costa? Mm -hmm. Okay. He's great. I his name. 
Well, he's in New York, and he's in uh, he's on the Daily Show too. But I mean, there's a Mateo Lane. Killed it. He's friends with. uh, It's such a small world. and you all will hear more about my friend Mia Jackson soon. She's an act. She she works with Yamanika on Life of Beth, and she writes and acts and everything. But she's good friends with Mateo. Um, okay, he uh, was fun. So we had a a photo I want to show you and a quick email to be read. Um, Logan, I put it in the graphics folder if you have a quick photo. Oh, and we also have the video of B flat if you want to see that before you go. Okay. All right, quick email, Logan. Let me know when you have that photo. Sorry, everybody. Get this going. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What time do you get up tomorrow, Sherry? Oh, Wendell is in the house. Shout out to Wendell. What's hey, up, Wendell? Wendell? I get up at 4.45 in the morning. <sighs> Brutal. Okay. Uh, Jay says, Chris, ask Sherry, where did she get the shirt? <laughs> oh, my dope shirt. Uh, wait, I'll tell you because this, this woman is like, she's an independent person she makes her own stuff and she's uh amazing and go support her uh rebel rebel i'm gonna tell you i'm 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 not even gonna say i'm tired i'm not a rebel p customs okay um it's called rebel r-e-b-e-l the initial p space customs rebel p you can find her on instagram Mm. under at rebel b-r-e-b-e-l uh p like paul customs and she makes i don't even have it here she makes hats uh camouflage hats that say dope or blessed and she makes these cute little um let me see like sweatshirts uh that say dope or blessed in like every color i have them in every color because it's cold out here in new york freaking 42 degrees I yeah. miss my pool in LA. <laughs> I think about that all the time with you. As I sit here and I get snowed on in St. Louis and we work uh, with quite a few people in Los Angeles and things like that. I'm like, no one's, no one makes me live in St. Louis. <laughs> I could be out dealing with earthquakes out there. Um, mm-hmm. Let's uh, a quick photo. I'm uh, There's a very long email, but uh, a shout out to Don Treese. And her child, I believe, is in the photo. You and Kim are helping her through postpartum. So there's a picture of her and her love bug. She wanted to say thank you. Uh, wait, oh, let's see. My name oh, is Taylor. Her name is Taylor Shea. So she uses a different oh. email. 23, now, Kim Indiana. Kim want to have another baby. She would take that baby. She is. Um, very oh. long email, and I just want you to know, Sherry and Kim are going to check it out, but uh, loves the support. And uh, keep being you, keep being funny, because single mothers like me need it. P.S. Now, whenever I start my day, I look in the mirror, and I always say, be intentional about having a good day. Oh, man, thank you so much. When I tell you, I'm so thankful that our two funny mamas, followers, watch the Sherry show because I think it was around Thanksgiving of last year before I moved to New York. Was it, I don't remember was Thanksgiving or Christmas, or whatever, but when you everybody moved? asked, no, we were doing like a live or something, me and Kim. And I cried because I said, my dream is to have my own talk show. Mm. And like, I just was like, this is, that's my dream. And I cried on the podcast 
Mm-hmm. And so to know when I sit there, some you know, I'm always I'm always at my show late. Like literally, I come out of my dressing room and the lights are off. I'm in darkness with Freddy Krueger, and I gotta find the light so I don't fall. And I'll flip the lights on and all the lights come on, and I and I go and I sit and they've covered up my chair with tarp. So I sit in the audience where the audience chairs are, mm-hmm. and I just look around. It's always just me. There's nobody there. I have a personal security guard, but he he goes home after a while because he like I can't stay till two in the morning. Like you, when you going home? So he's left, and I'm just sitting there and I'm looking like, wow, I got a talk show. It is the wildest thing ever to be sitting there in the dark with just a couple lights on on my set. And um, I'm the only one there in that building going, I got a talk show. Hey, dreams come true. It's so like, and then I'll get my text from Kim going, I don't like that wig you wore. Don't don't ever wear that wig again. Send it to me. <laughs> and now I'll get a text from Nisi going, Mm-mm, that dress, that dress that you wore right there, you look fetching. That's her word. Fetching. You look fetching in that dress. You got to start wearing these dresses that do this, do that, the pants. But that dress right there looks great. Don't like the hooker eyelashes. So I get my, I always get my text from Kim and Nisi. Um, How about? That is crazy. It really, it truly is. And it's amazing. Um, at Chris B in the chat complaining, I didn't answer something last week. So please repeat your question. Let's get yeah. that. Uh, let's get that out there. I can't get all of them. I can't get all the live chat. I promise you anyone that I, that I miss your comments. Hmm? George Lopez is on tomorrow. Very nice. George Lopez is on. He's funny. Oh, my goodness. Uh, George Lopez is on tomorrow. Comics make the best couch guests. Absolutely. Because they just take it and run with it. Steve Harvey came on the show, and I didn't even have to do any work. He just went crazy. Um, Uh, What was the name? Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's a lot to keep up with, so thank you all for being patient. Uh, What would the... (laughs) That damn sock. It's Jeffrey Sock. What what's the Instagram for the company that makes your shirt again? Sorry, let's give them. Some oh, love. the Instagram for my dope, and you'll see all of her stuff. She makes the bomb hats, camouflage, uh, like the Gucci hats, and they say bless and they say dope, just like this. And it's called and tell her somewhere in there that Sherry sent you, because I got a bunch of stuff that I wear. It's um, Rebel R E B E L. The initial P, like Paul, Customs, Mm -hmm. Rebel P Customs. That's her Instagram name. And I think you can also go to rebelpcustoms.com. And she's got all of these sweatshirts, the little half shirts. She's got the full sweatshirts, but I'd be hot flashing. So I get the half shirts. And they come in in white, orange, camouflage, blue. I got all the colors. And they say dope or blessed. And she's got beanies that say dope, bless. She's got hats that say dope and bless. So this is one of her, um, and it was cold today. It was 42 degrees, so I had to put a sweatshirt on. And uh, so it's Rebel P Customs. There it is. Shout out to Cook Entertainment. Sherry, I love your theme song and your show. I have it on repeat. Um, Very, very popular one. Ms. Michelle. You know who's going to that theme song? Sheila E. Mm. Sheila E was our theme song was supposed to be um, if you look up on YouTube it's by Sheila E the song is called Lovely Day I believe and we were going to use that like kind of remix it Mm -hmm. and make it 
even more up-tempo, but Sheila E. was going to sing my theme song. And I was so excited. It wasn't feel good, real good. It was it was a, a that song that she uh, wrote, but remixed and like more up-tempo. But it fell through and I was devastated because I wanted Sheila E. to do it. And then Macy Gray texted me and said, I want to write your theme song. How you tell Macy Gray? What? Oh, you didn't have that kind of budget. Well, they get paid every time that song airs. So we couldn't afford Macy. And I said, well, maybe in a couple seasons. So John Murray, that's all he's doing. They gave him a bunch of stock songs and he played them for me. And I hated every single one. Hated because it, it, the song was going to have a real good time. It feel, uh, it was like, um, it'll be so scary every day with Sherry. That's what it said. Be, and I was like, why the show got to be scary? <laughs> and it didn't even sound like that. It was some going, woman going, we're going to feel good. It's going to be real good. It's going to be scary. It, it was horrible. And I was so devastated. Like we hadn't found us. And I said to John, I don't even want music. I just want them to say, like Johnny Carson, hear Sherry. And he right. goes, you got to have music. And I was like, but I can't have Sheila E. We can't afford Macy Gray. I hate these songs. And he said, and, and he said, just this riff right here, maybe I can change it to a feel good time, a real good time. It'll be so legendary every day with Sherry. And I was like, yeah, but who's going to sing it? And we're both friends with Trinice, who was on American Idol. We both love her so much. And she's got the voice. And he says, I think Trinice can get in the studio and do this. And I was like, well, I don't think she can. And I hate the song. And I just want you to announce it. And the show's over. That? Yeah. And that's yeah. it. I, oh, boy. He had to deal with it. And Trinice went into the studio. She looked at it. And John said, do what you do. And she got in there. That's Trinice. She put that friggin' foot on it and they played it for me. And I went, oh my gosh, it's so catchy. Whatever happened to, we're gonna feel good. It's gonna be real good. It's so scary with Sherry. I said, <laughs> when I tell you, if I play I didn't mean to get you fired up right before bed. Chris, uh, mm -hmm. I was like, that lady's, I don't, you know, and nothing against Stevie Nicks. I like Stevie Nicks. But this woman sounded like a broke down version of Stevie Nicks. Right. That daggone song, I was like, no way. Trinice redid that song and now it's streaming. You can get it on your streaming platforms, that song. That's um, great. And if you want to create a dance challenge, we'll show it on the Sherry Show. Do it. So far, the only person we got is like a three-year-old dancing to the song. For, forever C says, nope, nope, nope. I uh, love you, Sherry. And your show is AWA. That's from Deborah Rogers. HR says, Shelly, Sherry's hella funny. Carolyn Calloway's laughing. Deborah Rogers says, awesome. Irene is having a good time. Judith says, that's hilarious. I would have never guessed. That is some fun behind the scenes. Baby Ruth Candy, I love the theme song of the Sherry show. CB's laughing. 
Uncle Steve H. was the best guest this season, was absolutely hilarious and baffled by Ms. Lauren from January. Mateo Lane was funny from Nella. Renee says, we love your theme song. Hi, Sherry and Chris. Nice to get you live from Dubai here at 6.30 Friday morning. That's from Oom oh, in Dubai. Dubai. Shout out to Dubai. Wow. Yvette? I tell you, the people from out of the country, uh, they don't have it on their channels, but they watch our YouTube. So if you subscribe to Two Funny Mamas, Mm-hmm. and subscribe to Sherry Show TV, you'll be able to see the full episodes of my talk show if you can't watch it on your station. And if you want to know where we're playing, if you go to sherryshow.com uh, <laughs> and you put in your zip code, I don't be remembering my own sites. That's all uh, good. Zip code, it will tell you where you're playing. But I got to meet the royal family, uh, members of the royal family of Kuwait. Literally, I got a text from the vice president wow. of Denmark, and she says, there are several members of the royal family of Kuwait that watch your show. They're flying out from Kuwait to be in the audience and they would like to request a meeting with you. It's called something. They wanted to request something with me. And I was like, the royal family of Kuwait? Like, do I curtsy? What do I do? And they watched it and they came in my dressing room and they said, all of our family watches it. We watch you on YouTube. And I'm thinking to myself, Maybe I should plan a girl's trip to Kuwait. Do they got zip lining out there? I don't know. Dude, I think but whatever I you... Like, hey, Nisa, you want to do your next trip? You, me, and Jessica and some other folks? We go to, like, uh, Kuwait? <laughs> then I call Garcelle Bouvet. I was like, if you're not shooting Real Housewives, you want to go to Kuwait? Sherry Shepard, everybody. <laughs> There are 1,300 people watching. People are trying to come up with a, a a fan name for the Two Funny Mamas fans and the Sherry fans and everything. So we'll get to that next time. I'm trying to think of anything else we need to talk about if I missed anything. Go to yeah, NAACPImageAwards.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to podcasts. Go to arts and entertainment. Two Funny Mamas is in there. Uh, sign in with your email. You can only use your email once. So if y'all want to create some, use your cousin them, your grandmama them, some folks that didn't win on, but you know the email. Because uh, you, you don't got to put in a passcode. You just need the email. Uh, and then scroll on over to TV and then talk shows. And then the Sherry Show is nominated for best talk show. So if you could vote twice, you can use your email twice for different categories. Um so thank you so much, guys. I'm I'm sorry I got to get out of here. Kim is working on a movie, and I'm, I got to get up. It's right now. It's one more. Oh, one more. Sure. I wanted to address. Andre was in the live chat. Shout out to Andre. How do you Love feel? You. How do you feel about Andre? Um, he's laying claim. He says if if Two Funny Mamas wins uh, an award this year, Andre. he's taking he's taking one of the trophies. <laughs> now I know his mama. Andre. I know his mom. I love it. Let me, you, um, let me show you the gift to his mom. Kim gets so upset. This is my gift from Andre's mom. Love it. So sweet. Christmas Shout day. out to Sandy. Always, yes. And I always, I keep it right on my printer next to me. Um, Andre, you know you can't get the NAACP Image Award. Oh, and now people, now people are saying, why didn't you let Andre know you were going live? <laughs> and Andre was complaining that he didn't find out that we didn't let him know live. I will say this. Andre is welcome to come on anytime he wants. I don't know if Sherry and Kim are going to be on until they're logged on. So that's why we don't let anyone know. You guys, if you ever want to see Andre and Chris just do the live, they will. I I 
absolutely take over. I don't trust what they that can would do. Be, that would be very I, fun. I and me and Andre would have a blast. Yeah, but I don't trust what you're going to say. But at this point, I don't have a choice. <laughs> right. You're like, did we get an episode in this week? Okay. So yeah. That that's... But Andre, you, you are not able to get... <laughs> I know you want it because they give us three awards. If we win the NAACP <laughs> Image Award, they give us three awards. Uh, now the third person gonna take a year and a half to get the award, but we typically we typically put Chris on for Mid Coast Media because they produce the show, and Chris does a lot of the editing. He does a lot for the show, so he's an integral part of our <laughs> show. So y'all see him on here acting dumb as hell on the live and the podcast. But he's really doing a lot of work behind the scenes, namely putting invoices out because we'd be past due on our bill. <laughs> so he's creating new fonts, new colors, editing, you know, writing captions, putting it out on all of our streaming platforms that we're on. Chris, that's Chris doing all that, plus running Midco's Media, plus doing his own um, podcast because he's got a podcast coming out. What's the name Cr of your podcast? Chris B. Oh, I've got a bunch of stuff. Chris B. says, we love Andre. Uh, Chris and, and Andre need a female babysitter. Andre, just because you do a bunch of naked pictures and erotica. <laughs> Tell you and what. By the way, support Andre because he's got a lot of erotica for yes. sale. <laughs> Give On Andre all the love. Great erotica. Like I, Andre has got an eye for putting people in some erotic positions. And his beautiful artwork. Andre, literally, when Andre, like, He's going to be here for a while. But Andre's going to be like a, a Jean-Michel Basquiat. I'm telling you, his, his photographs are going to go for so much money. I'm telling you, pick up some of this erotic artwork that Andre has. Not to mention, it's really beautiful. Um, you know, the, the he's got an eye. Like, that's why he makes all these movies. That's why he does all the videos of him in the bathtub with his feet coming out the bubble water. Like, Andre's really good. Nobody ever thought this about, I'm going to put my feet out the water. You're just going to see my feet. And make a slow motion. I'm going to show the droplets running down my big gnarly toe. You know that one toe that's like that? That one toe? Sure, sure. Andre makes it look so romantic, you know, and... um. I'm telling you, I never use my tub in my house in, in Wait, LA. We've got Andre was always in my tub. Andre, being the problem solver he is, figured it out. What? He said, Sherry, you've got an Emmy. You don't need another image award. Yeah, you do. You don't not he take said, the awards. How funny would it be if you didn't get it? Oh, I'm going to not take my image award. I'm going to give it to you. Are you crazy? And tell, don't tell Kim that when she gets off work because you're going to be at the house. When y'all sitting at the table, I want you to tell Kim, Kim, uh, if you and Sherry win, you don't need another image award. Can I have yours? And see if she don't try to hit you with the first image oh. award. Let me tell you about Whoopi Goldberg. When you go to Whoopi Goldberg's mansion, you go up several flights of stairs. And on the left is like three or four. Oh, was that me? No, it was me. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. That was me. When you burp, I'm so sorry. That just like cut out any man in there. I gotta get back to Whoopi, but I am really sorry. If you were um, Kim, if you were Kim, you'd go. Can we edit that out? Hey, you we're know live. what? Things just happen. Um, oh my gosh, things just happen. Okay, so Whoopi's house—it's like four big shelves, and there are 
awards for days, an Oscar, an Emmy, a Grammy, Tony Awards, a this award, a Golden Globe, and it's four full shelves. Um, and, and she has a ladder, you know, one of those rolling ladders because people like to touch them. So you can climb up on this like ladder to pull it off the shelf and like hold it and take pictures with it so you can dream. And it's at every award. It's it's like 70 awards, 71 yeah. awards. Well, yeah, for her. So yeah. Some of them are multiples, Andre. And there's not one time where people was like, you know what? Oh, I got one. I'm going to go and give it to my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm burping. Oh, so beautiful. I'm not giving you my award. <laughs> but what I will, I will let you take the award and <clears throat> use it on Tinder for a couple weeks. Erotic art. I'll do some erotic art with the award. <laughs> well, Sherry is Sherry's uh it's time for bed. She's gotta get up and work out hard. Vote for two funny mamas on dinnerbacpimageawards.net. Make sure to vote for Sherry as well whenever you're there for her talk show and uh two funny mamas for the podcast all kidding aside i think it would be fun maybe we'll plan it out where andre and i do like a special um look back at some clips and stuff of you and kim so we'll keep it two funny mamas related i like that yeah that'd be fun sleepy. uh sherry get some rest oh, anything yeah. else watch uh, george lopez tomorrow on her show watch. bedtime thanks everybody tell kim you love her on instagram follow sherry shepherd on instagram watch the sherry show thank you all so much for tuning in talk to you soon Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, 
For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.